is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Today the subject is when God prepares a table before you. And if you thought you knew everything about Psalm 23, let's go there again and find out if you know everything. <laughs> let's go to Psalm 23 again and find out if you learn some few things again tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Psalm 23. So, the verse 5 is where the theme for tonight's discussion is. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. So, this is the patriarch and the prophet and the priest and the king, David, the man after God's heart. He had been a shepherd before, and so he looked at his relationship with a shepherd, how much he cared for his sheep. And then God gave him this song. That, David, do you know that the way you take care of your sheep, there's a God who takes care of you better than the way you take care of your sheep. And then the song dropped. The Lord, therefore, is my shepherd. And because of that, I shall not want. If the Lord is your shepherd, there is a resultant effect. Clap your hands and announce to me what the result is. Yes. I shall not want. Because David looked at his relationship with the sheep and discovered that his sheep did not always ask him for food. But he knew that they needed food, the pasture. His sheep will not ask him for water, but he knew that they would need to be watered. His sheep will not ask for the application of oil and ointment. But somewhere, somewhere, he, the shepherd, knew. And he made all these provisions available. I came here to prophesy to somebody. After tonight, your high blood pressure will drop to normal. Because unnecessary thinking will be out of your life. In the day of his power, when I say in the day of his power, I say, I receive my miracle. In the day of his power. Your pressure is going to be normalized after today. Because there are some unnecessary things you will not be thinking and worrying yourself anymore. The Lord is my. Can I hear somebody say amen? Then then in verse 5, it comes to verse 5, it says, And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, he's moved the relationship from a shepherd and sheep. Now, he brings the relationship between a certain supernatural being and a human being. So he, now in verse 5, he's no longer talking about sheep. Because they don't lay tables before sheep. They don't anoint the head of sheep. So in verse 5, he now moves into an old Jewish tradition. Which is, number one, he prepares a table before me. The Jewish people by traditional law were always supposed to make their homes available to strangers. By law. Because according to them, a stranger may turn out to be an angel. So they cherish and they love that tradition, which was tradition that led Abraham to receive the miracle of the birth of Isaac. Three men were passing. And he, Abraham just felt that, no, it was late. He said, can, can you come in? Not knowing one of them was the Old Testament Christ. And after eating, the man opens his mouth and said, Abraham, where is Sarah? And he said, she's there. Tell her a year today, I will return. And when I return... And 90 years of barrenness shall be given, shall give way. 
the Lord is returning to somebody. During the week of the other, he visited you. But that was a visitation to let you in, to let him in. Now there is a visitation of the pregnancy of your miracle. And I came here to let somebody know your season has come. Reverend Charles, your time has come. Who is this person I am talking to? Shut your name and say, My time has come. Did you hear me? I said, Shut your name and say, My time has come. Please be seated. Oh, your time has come. He said, I will return to you a year today and Sarah shall be pregnant. Strangers. So, the law requires them to, to, to have that uh, uh, attitude. The two men from Emmaus, when Jesus Christ appeared, they didn't recognize him as Jesus Christ. But by the application of the law to strangers, they just allowed him in, not knowing it was Jesus, they were allowing him in. Uh, may you not miss your visitation. Huh? Oh, may you collide with Jesus Christ one of these days on the street. Clap your hands and scream like you are crazy. I receive it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so when the stranger comes in, you treat the stranger as though you were treating an angel. So David says, based on that tradition, God comes in and he prepares a table before me. Now, what kind of table is this? And what is the symbolism of it? I can tell you because I, I, I just had a, held a party recently. I just held a party. Now, now here is a picture of the party. So, I have a large congregation of 20,000 people. But on that night, my house and my table and my space could take only 500. So, I needed to pick 500 from 20,000. Kalumi Asekayoma. Do you know why I didn't see you there? Because you didn't come anywhere the qualification for the 500. But after this message, the Lord, the Lord will prepare. Oh, somebody jump and shout at rest. Oh my God. Somebody, you're about to receive your appointment letter. Uh, a certain man over here, a woman you proposed to about three months ago is about to say yes. The glory of the Lord will smell all around Oh, this is a prophetic song. You didn't get it. Scream it and shout it. Now, the next verse, don't sing it for yourselves. Prophesy to somebody. Come on, talk to somebody. Prophesy. Eradi wakano, ebebewo. Professor Shadun Kawati. Eradi akase, obeshiraye. Can I have a joyful noise over there? Obeshiraye. Can, can you prophesy to somebody say an angel is coming to cross your path? That's from this month of March, in the day of His power, you will collide with your miracle. So congratulations in advance. Congratulations. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He prepares a table. So, we needed only 500 people. So, we said, okay, there must be representation from every group. So, we took the business people in the church, and then the pastors, then assembly pastors, then the WMG, 
uh, uh, shakers and movers. And then uh, from each group, we took, you know, just a representation so that everybody would be represented. The only reason why you were not there was because they didn't ask you to represent. But the next time you represent anybody, you are coming in your own capacity. Ay, 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 ay. You are coming because you've started sending some checks. Now when we see the check, we cannot ignore you. Oh, there are some checks when we see, we cannot ignore. Can you shout us your servant? Please sit down. Hallelujah. How many of you know that even the security men are at the gate? As a result of the current condition of the car that you drive, they don't pack a spot for you. They don't reserve a spot for you. How many of you know that? So you have to come very early yourself and come and look for a spot. How many of you know that in the day of his power, when God lifts you to SUV, latest edition, custom made, AG5. Thank you. I have, I have, today I have to finish this teaching. I have to. I'm telling you, when you appear, they will think you are a big man from the big office. <laughs> Quickly, they will remove that barricade that they have always put there, eh? Because they are waiting for those who give them. They are selling the spot that day as a result of the promotion. And your appearance, the nobility and the car, they themselves, they know that when they sell that car, they can buy their whole family. They know. The only time they'll regret for giving you the passport is after you wrote the glasses they discovered that it's you. Oh, no, send it. Oh, send them, send them. <laughs> when, they, when you wrote the glasses, they discovered that it's you. Ah. It's young, but levels have changed. It is certain, but levels have changed. It is David, but levels have changed. It is Kwame, but levels have changed. Can you tell somebody it's me, but levels have changed? Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. And before the 500 guests arrive, Mama Rita has shaken herself. Oh, Deco. The chair was gold decorated chair. The chandelier, oh, oh, oh. When you enter, then some beautifully dressed people will meet you, usher you to your table. On your table is a card on which the menu for the night is written. Oh, that's only our mother is a show woman. That's a mama. That's a mama. That's a show woman. Oh, that, that, that's somebody. AJ is the mama Rita celebrated more than the AJ himself. How many of you noticed that? <laughs> and if you saw the card on which the menu has been written, you see gold decorated all over. And then the drinks they served is not the one common on the market. This one imported. And so the service will be coming white. And then in the tray was Coca-Cola. 
Fanta, Alvaro, and then four assorted drinks from abroad. They will come and the four assorted drinks finish and the Coca-Cola and the Fanta is still on the tray. Receive it! Then the starters started coming. Then the main dish, they were asked to go to a long buffet table. And the table starts from here, one line. And then when you reach here, you turn here. For the first time, I saw buffet run about. Buffet run about. I escorted, as the host, I wanted to be nice, so I escorted uh, one woman. So she went there, and she took and took and took, and she saw a plate. I said, oh, you haven't finished, another run. And then she screamed. I mean, you say food and you are tired. Just to go and select and pick. Now watch this one. And God says, as you let to know, anytime you come into his presence, he moves the relationship between you and him above God's servant, master servant. And that's when you come into his presence like this, see him as a chef who has gone to the kitchen. See him as a waiter who has come to set a table before. So number one, that text means you are special. That's why you are added to the special guests. They don't just lay at the table before any persons. They lay tables before special guests. And when it, a special guest is coming, the plates even change. Ordinary plates and ordinary cutlery now move to the realms of Chinese plates and Chinese cutlery. Oh, you better clap because you are not there yet. If you are married to Mama Rita, you see the discrimination in my house. We in the house, we eat in ordinary plates. But when the ambassador of America and his wife is coming to my house, I say, only what I win the again. As my friend, we never eat from Chinese plates until the ambassador of America is coming to my house. We never eat from Chinese plates until Baumia is coming to my house. And, and, and when, when he came to my house, oh, that day I was very happy. Mama Rita thought he was coming to eat. So Mama Rita went and threw the Chinese and did all, oh, oh, the guy, he said, no, I didn't come for fiscal food, I came for spiritual food. And then he said, oh, yeah, boy. What in the world? You, you, you like to treat special guests. And we in the house. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of man. That's who God is. So, so, so now that spiritual significance, spiritual significance. Number one, you are special. That's a word. Write it. That prepares a table before me means when you come into His presence, you are special to God. Stop this merciful crying and belittling yourself. And always thinking that your sins are responsible for the calamities in your life. God always does not keep a master-servant relationship. 
Oh, I'm coming there right now. He said to the disciples, Now I no longer call you servants, even though you call me Master Rabbi. Now I call you friends. I'm coming there right now. Friends. Thou anointed my head with oil. Another Jewish practice. And so when the guest comes in front of the house, it's a perfume, very expensive and high cost of the fragrance is high. It's there. The guests will wash their feet because of the dust. And then you remember, you know the way they dress, they're always wearing turbans. And so heat has also gone into the hair. And so they remove the turbans and then they wash the hair and then give him a towel. And then they ask him to apply some oil so that once he's sitting at the table, he will look fresh and refreshed. That's a Jewish tradition. Thou anointed my head with oil. What is the symbol of that? Symbol of love. Love. And good health. The oil there also stands for ointment, medicinal. So number one, God is expressing love. And he's wishing you good health. He's wishing you that as you sit by the table and you start eating, you must relax and eat. No heat in your hair, no smell on your body, no dust on your feet. So number one, thou preparest a table before me. Two, thou anointed my head with oil. Number three, my cup runs over. That is another Jewish tradition that David is talking about there. Now the tradition here is that whilst you are sitting at the table and you are eating, he continues to fill your cup with wine. According to the tradition, when he fills your wine, your glass, halfway, it means that he's tired of you, you must get ready and leave. But as long as he fills your glass to the brim and spilling, it means that don't leave now. Stay here for as long as you want. If you like, you can even sleep here. Symbol. Acceptance. So, the first symbol is a symbol of specialization. You are special. Number two. The second symbol for the second one is love and health. And then the third symbol acceptance. Stay. And, and don't forget the, the text. Don't forget the text. The one who is doing all these things for you is your God. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord prepares a table before me. The Lord anoints my head with oil. The Lord washes my feet and cleanses the dust. This this Easter, we are going there right now and I'm going to go into this message and then move it to some areas over there. Cleanse the dust from your feet, the Lord. Fills your cup. Anytime your cup runs down, he fills it. And it runs over. Meaning, I am not tired of you. I want you to stay here with me. And I want you to sleep here if you desire, if you want. And God comes to Abraham in Genesis chapter 18, verse number 19. He says, as for Abraham, I know him. I know that he's able to command his house. And then, uh, I also know, uh, because he's able to command his house, shall I hide from Abraham anything that I do? Shall I hide from Abraham? Shall I hide from Abraham? Now watch this. Abraham, in his relationship with God, has not come to a place where God now discusses with him things he wants to do in Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham, I want to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Should I go ahead? If you say yes, I will go ahead. If you say no, I will stop. That's the kind of relationship God desires to bring you. Tonight, when we start praying, please, ask God things. Open your mouth and speak big things. 
If you want coronavirus to come in, say it. If you don't want, stop them. That's who you are. He prepares a table before me and he anoints my head with oil and my cup runs over. God was angry with Israel and he wanted to bring fire and brimstone and judgment. And then Moses goes to him and says, God, change your mind. Change your mind. If you do it, the people will say, because you are unable to bring them out to the land of, of the land that you promised. And God listened to Moses. Why do you always have to think that God is from God who looks at you as a servant, uses you and drops you, and doesn't respect his relationship with you, and always wants you to remain a servant? Who said that? Can't you see the way God honored me in these 60 years? You think it is, it is, it is because it's 2020? No! What happened to me was an accruement from that day, five years of service. That day, five years of faithfulness. That's what God bound the Lord together and honored me in one week or in one month of February 2020. God doesn't use people and dump them. He doesn't. He doesn't. God is a good employer. He takes care of his employees. All he requires from you is faithfulness. Faithfulness. There were people who decided not to put their gifts to the table and then to put their gifts in a the pool. They wanted me to see and to touch their gifts firsthand. So those people, Reverend Charles, after ages, sister, appointment upon appointment, they came out then. I said, honey, I asked for this celebration, but now I'm going to mean pee, mean pee. Now, now, this celebration is not a punishment. Oh, my children, I would not lie to you. I was tired. I just wanted to catch some sleep. God is a faithful God. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I have been old, but ever since I was young, I have never seen a righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. And your children will prosper in the city and in the house on the on the on the in the, in the highways. And wherever they go, write the law on their hearts and on their forehead and the doorstep. For I, the Lord your God, I will prosper your children in their days. I hear covenant speaking right now. I see the altar of the mighty man of God speaking right now. If you are the one I am talking to, clap your hands and scream in the name of Jesus. Covenant, speak now. Oh, you are not serious. Clap your hands and say, the covenant of my father. Speak for me. Right now. Right now. Right now. Shout this. Oh, tonight covenant will speak for somebody here. Oh, I don't like this noise. I don't like this noise. The covenant of your father, Sam Crunchy Ankara, will speak for you. Can you shout and say, I receive it. Roger, if you want to know how God will bless you, it means you look at your father. I am your example. I am your standard. Anytime God fails me, resign. Because he will fail you too. 
when we started our church, the church was growing, and then it became necessary that now we need full timers who must give themselves fully to the work. Hey, it was a challenge. I said, God, for somebody to leave work with a bank, Mama Rita was leaving bank to come and join me full time. That was a risk. Anything could happen. Reverend Dakit was manager of a transport company and he was leaving to do full time in London. London, we were not starting church. Hey. <laughs> See, today we are buying buildings, we are buying property all over the place. It was also before. Reverend Derek was a general manager of a company and had to leave to come to full time. went to one of my prayers and I said, God, you haven't failed me. Never fail me yet. Never fail me yet. Jesus, Jesus love has never failed Oh, come on, talk to Jesus. Yet. Come on, talk to God. Hallelujah. There's one thing I know everywhere I go. Jesus, Jesus love oh. has never failed yeah. My son, how many years have you been on full time for the long? Twenty-five. Twenty-five years. Has there been a day that you never saw food never on your table? Because he's a God that prepares a table before you. Never fail. Reverend Derek, how many years have you been on full time? How many years? No, but this this is something you can't forget. Go back and check the history. How many years have you been on full time? This is the thirteenth year. Jesus the thirteenth year. Have your children been served for school fees before? Never fail me yet. Come on, clap your hands. Never fail me yet. Come on, give Jesus. Jesus love has never, never failed me yet. There's one thing. There's one thing I know. Everywhere. I Come on, lift up your voice. Jesus love hey. never fail me. Yet. How many years were you doing accounting and never other supply job? How many years? Seven years. Seven years after your graduation from, from school. Is that okay? And then you combine work and ministry for how many years? For three years. For three years. This year you took a decision. Tell them the decision that you took. To come full time for the Lord. There's one thing I know Everywhere I go Ever since you took that decision Have your wife and your children gone to bed with that food one day? No, sir Come on, prophesy There is a miracle coming your way There is a miracle coming your way There is a Royal House Temple started in 1992. So Mama Rita combined banking work and then pastor's wife uh, job for the five years of the ministry. 1997, January, she came on full time. Before she came on full time for five years, we were running a church of about 500 people, 300, 500, 300, 500. The year 1997, when she came to full time, that same year, we started two services. That year, we started running two services. Two years in a full time, we're running three services. English, three service, 
English hour service and a test service hour. Uh, a test service English. And when we had one service which was communion service, there was stampede. Stampede. If you want to know where God is taking you, look Jesus at me. Christ. When you want to know where God is taking you, you should just look at her boss. If God fails me, he is likely to fail you. But if God has blessed me, he is likely to bless you because you are in a better position. You are on the covenant. Those who are the covenant receive bigger blessings than the initiators of the covenant. I want this one to sing. In case you don't know this. Those who are beneficiaries of the covenant receive better covenant blessings than the initiators of the covenant. Mm. So God bless Isaac more than he bless Abraham. Yeah. And God bless Jacob more than he bless Isaac. Go and check the records. The covenant was established with Abraham. Passed on to Isaac. But when they were going to build a nation, the nation is called Israel. Jacob. Not Abraham. Israel! That's the name, the name of the nation. I came here to let you know I am working hard so that somebody here will benefit from the covenant. Oh, can you clap your hands and shout I receive it. Let somebody hear your voice and shout again and say I receive. John chapter 15 verse number 5. Put it on the screen. John 15 verse 15. John 15 15. John 15 15. John 15 15. John 1 5, 1 5. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. So, when God is about to bring you to the place where he will increase your knowledge, where he will increase, increase his blessing. When God comes to the place where now he wants to increase your capacity, he promotes you from servanthood to friendship. When they raise this song, you say, I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me. When I see your face, I just know that you don't even understand what you are saying. You don't understand. 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 You when you are singing that song, sing it with meaning. It's, it's a serious one. It is the chef and the servant and the waiter that prepares a table before his guest. Ah, prepares a table before me. Oh, God. So because of me, you put on apron. You went to the kitchen. And you cut tomatoes and onions. And you mix them together. And tonight, you're about to lay a table before me. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Let me give you five descriptions of a friend. That's why you don't think God is your friend. Because the friends that you know. So so look at these definitions and find out whether you have a friend. And find out also who these five descriptions fit. Okay? Let's go. How many of you are friends here? Leave them here. I mean, my friends. So show me your hand. Hey, don't think it's a proud thing not to have friends. If you don't have friends, it means you have a bad character. <laughs> I'm going to ask this question again. I'm going to ask again. How many of you have friends here? Show me how many have friends here. Nonsense. You are a good question. 
how can you say me I don't have friend anybody doesn't have friend you, you are bad mouth bad character so people can't stay in your company if you don't have friends you die in your room and get rotten A friend is one who knows all your weaknesses but still loves you despite. A friend is one who knows all your weaknesses despite your weaknesses still loves you. Write it. I'll give you a few seconds. Think about it. And find out whether you can discover a friend like that. Once you are thinking about that, just look at those, those people who left your company when they heard you had failed your exams. When they heard you lost your job. Because when you had a job, you were giving them money. As soon as you lost your job, they left you. Think about that. And then think about Jesus. How the ones who were yet sinners with all our weaknesses of fornication and adultery and, and temperament, he still loved us and died for us. Think about that. So, a friend, by my definition, is the one who loves you despite your, your weaknesses. Number two, a friend is one who loves you despite the gap in achievement between you and him. A friend is one who still sticks with you despite the fact that when you started your friendship, it was in primary six. 20 years down the line, you were a professor and he's a messenger. But he doesn't envy you. That's a friend. So, a friend is the one who sticks with you despite the gap in achievement. In other words, think back and find those who left you recently just because you made some contract and you changed your car and you got wedded. When you were all single, hey, Charlie, when they see you, they will smile. Since you got married, hey, God, I'm going to be here. I didn't know she was there. Meko, 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 meko. Don't, don't, don't pretend. Since you became a lawyer, how many of your friends at Sunday school who dropped out, how many of them when they see you on this compound, they greet you? And so the accusation now becomes, oh, since she became a lawyer, she has become, she doesn't mind us. The thing is that they rather dodge, not that she doesn't mind them. Because you were talking to two people at the same time. She and another person. The other person too is a lawyer. So you wanted to just say hello quickly before you come to her. Then she goes telling the old friends, oh, this will not mind them. Ever since they became, you know, they don't know us anymore. Hey, do you have a friend? Do you have a friend? Now, now, now compare that one with Jesus Christ. How that Jesus Christ he says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. 
and be in health as your soul prospers. Look at Jesus Christ says, greater things than I did will you do because I go to the Father. Jesus Christ is wishing that you do better than him and he's not envious of you. And your earthly friend that dropped out in secondary school because you have your master's degree, they say you are bluffing, you don't know them anymore. Oh, today I'm able to connect you to the greatest and the best friend. One who sets a table before you, even though you are a servant. Here is the third definition of a friend. A friend is one who believes in you when you don't even believe in yourself. Write it, think about it, and find out whether you have friends. If you don't have friends, I'm about to introduce you to one. A true friend is the one who believes in you even though every day you are crying that you are nothing. Oh, have you, have you come to that place before when you feel so inadequate and you think that you have failed everybody? Mama Rita was counseling somebody recently and she wanted to commit suicide. So Mama Rita, I said, why do you want to commit suicide? You are very intelligent. Mama Rita, I'm failed. I'm I don't feel like living anymore. Mama Rita said, you haven't failed. Mama Rita said, this thing happens so that you see the glory of God's name. She didn't believe in herself. But somebody believed in her. That's the Jesus we said. Come unto me, all ye that labor and and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me. It doesn't matter. Your sins can be as red as scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. He is willing to receive us. The way we are. Oh, I feel like singing, what a friend we have in Jesus. Healing is taking place here right now. If men have disappointed you, I am about to introduce Jesus. In the day of his power. Scream it. What a friend we have. Scream it. Shout it like you mean it. Oh. Somebody says, shut everything, 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 everything. everything. At this moment, he's answering your prayer. Oh, oh what is we are before Oh, when in the spain we bear. Oh, because we do not care. Everything. Everything to God. Number one definition of friend: one who knows your weaknesses but still loves you. Two: one who loves you despite the gap in achievement. Number three: one who believes in you even though you don't believe in yourself. Number four: one who celebrates with you when there is something to celebrate, and then the one who weeps with you when there is something you are weeping about. That's a friend. He celebrates with you when there is something to celebrate. And he cries with you when you are crying. Write it down. Think about it. 
Today, if there is anybody in your life, anytime you are achieving something, then their eyes are red and they frown and they get angry and fire those people out of your life. Oh, the army was very weak. Clap your hands and say, fire! Fire! Scream it and shout, fire! They are not friends. They are agents. If there is a friend in your life that every day you remember his birthday, but doesn't remind, remember your birthday. Today I'm going to change your friend. I'm going to give you a new one. What a friend we have in Jesus. Jesus. Oh, I see. What a privilege to carry. Come on, sing it. A privilege to carry. Clap your hands and shout, say everything. Everything. To God in prayer. Oh, what we, we are offering for. Yeah. Oh, what needless pain. What needless pain we bear because we don't carry everything to our friend. Oh, because we do not carry. Somebody say, everything to God in prayer. And then listen to the tree one. Oh, permission. Oh, you are receiving healing right now. You are receiving acceptance. You are receiving power. You are receiving glory. In the day of his power. Tonight is your miracle night. Come on, get ready. Say it again, the chorus. Oh, yeah. Can you prophesy to somebody and say, this message is tailor made for you. Come on, tell somebody it's tailor made for you. Tell somebody it's tailor made. Tell somebody it's the word of God. There's the word of God. Tell somebody, if you have no friends, there is one in Jesus. Tell somebody, if you have no friends, there is one in Jesus. Oh yeah, my team. Jump, come here, jump, come here. So what, what do you do now? I'm, I'm in the university now. Which year? Level 300. What are you studying? Political science and info studies. Who took you to university? Apostle General. So um, what, recently I met a friend from my, from my church and then he asked me what I'm doing and I told him I'm in the university. And prior to that, when I was in my former church, I told him I wanted to go to school and then nobody was minding me. So when I told him that Apostle Jenna took me to school and he's paying my school fees, he gave him the shock of his life and was like, does this thing really happen that they've been saying about Apostle Jenna? And I told him that it is true. It is happening in the royal house. So here's the shocker. Here's the shocker. When even people in your family didn't believe in you, I believed in you. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? So, I haven't finished all the definition of, 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 of a friend. 
but I'm telling you, I'm your closest friend here. Have you finished? But by the definition. So, these days, when you go around and people ask you, who are your friends, mention me first before others will come. So, some of you, because you don't talk to me, you think I am far away from you. And you think I'm removed. And you have been telling me, hey, our church, you can't see Rebel. Hey, Rebel, it's difficult to see him. Apostle Jai is there for you. It's difficult to see me. Oh, you know me. Oh, are you seeing me or not? Are you seeing me or not? I am a I'm sorry, are you seeing me or not? I am a good friend. I may not talk to you every day. I may not shake hands with you. But I'm telling you, I think about you. I preach to you. I pray for you. It's because of the covenant God has for me. That is why you are not consumed. And I came here to let you know, the covenant to prosper you bigger than he has prospered me. Shout and give me that song. Come on, wake up and go to seven people. Go to 13 people and are you prophesying to somebody? Here's the last definition of a friend. Here's the last def- definition. A friend, yes, number five, is one who answers to your help calls even before you call. The one who answers to your help calls even before you call that's a friend you know there are some friends who get tired when you ask them too much for help so the first one they will do second one the third one they start giving you excuses and then when they see your calls they don't pick your calls again Charlie change your mind change your mind oh yeah 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 so a good friend is the one who doesn't even wait for you to ask when he sees your face and he sees your attitude and he sees some things you are doing he descends that you have a need and then he comes and says, is, is everything all right is there anything i can do to help you honey you can testify I'm, I'm your best friend when you need money how many times do you ask me for money you don't ask as soon as i see your face no i know you need money as you sit here right now the lord is even talking to me Did I hear from the voice? You heard right. I've always been hearing right. <laughs> Anybody who is tired of giving to you is not a good friend. I remove that person and I bring somebody who will not be tired. Oh, I'm so sure your response to this. Can you jump and shout and shout? Maybe you didn't hear that prayer. May the Lord bring somebody who will not be tired. Can you clap your hands and jump to the ceiling and say, I receive it. Sit down. There, there, is, there is a family in this church. Everybody in the house is godly. Except this firstborn boy, Mama Richard's cousin. They will beg him before he comes to church. And when he comes to church, he's coming to church not to come and listen to the word. But he's only coming to church when church closes. He wants to talk to me and then give me some money. If I'm too busy, he wants to go and talk to Mama Rita. 
he felt unloved human being born in an elite family and yet if you saw his behavior you ask is, is he a human being full human being yet his thinking pattern his behavior his behavior behavioral pattern his attitude doesn't look like normal human being they bring him to church to hear the word to transform like many of you hear the word and you get transformed today one impact that i'm leaving on you is that your relationship with jesus christ is going to be streamlined and straightened out you are going to now see jesus as someone who wants to lay table before you anoint your head with oil your cup running over the symbol of love the symbol of acceptance the symbol of friendship the symbol of 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 oneness with him that's the impact that i'm making on you if you didn't come here today how would you have known this and it's not like I'm preaching from abstract. I am using my own life as an example. One day, news came to about Mama Rita's cousin, to their parents, who are in this church. Your son has been beaten and bent and is lying on the refuse dump. He was on drugs. And when they need the drugs, they break into everybody's room. So broke into somebody's room to go and steal. Then they caught him. And they beat him. And the people in the community put tire and petrol and bent him. And the parents had to go and take a bent body to go and bury. Human being born in an elite home. What happened? He will not accept friendship and relationship with God. He will not. Show me all the definitions that I've given. Show me any human being that qualifies through all the five. Show me. Even me, Apostle General. When I pay your school fees and you fail the exams, your your second writing I don't pay. And when you come, you know what I tell you? I tell you, my children are many. So if I've given you the chance and you didn't qualify, please go and help yourself. I have to use the scanty money for the long queue. Is that a wicked thing? No. Why do you have to go and play in school? When the rich people come and they are playing, you poor person, you two are following them. Are you a fool? you are a poor person you won't be poor forever God is using the poverty to humble you so go and learn sense go and humble yourself don't go to school and make yet noise you know for everybody to know that you are who you know and yet the people you want to please for them to accept you they are inadequate they won't qualify when it comes to definitions that I've given to you they will tolerate you for a time and dump you. They will receive your call for a song uh, for a time and then they shut you up. When they must celebrate with you, they gossip about you. I have a friend who will accept you the way you are. Your weaknesses. Jesus, the son of God. 
Is it not enough for you? Let, let me bring my teaching to a close. Why will, how does God set a table before you? Or when does God set a table? When? Number one, when you lack. Two, when you are struggling. Anytime you are in need and you are in want and you are lacking, know that that is exactly the condition God looks out for. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Write these words of wisdom down. It will help you remember the sermon well. Write this one down. In your desert of want, there the Lord sets you dinner and dessert. In your desert of need, in your desert of want and lack, there the Lord sets you up a dinner and a dessert. I have been singing that song. I remember one day, 5,000 souls, he said, I know the answer, I know the answer in prayer. Tell it everyone. I know, I know, I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer can do. And then I remember one day, Five thousand souls he said I know the answer Tell it everyone I know I know Let let me tell you the the, the scenario of those five thousand people that Jesus Christ fed. Number one, he had been preaching for three days and he had gone without food. Number one, number two they were in the desert No sign. He, He asked one of them. He said, where can we get 200 denarii? Where can we find bread that this may eat and be filled? Where can we find bread in this desert? How much is it going to cost us to find, to be able to feed them? 200 denarii. That's a lot of money. And all the people who are following Jesus Christ were hungry people and poor people. So offering, don't talk about it. Tithe, forget it. He said, let them sit down. Let them sit down in companies of 50s, 30s, 20s. And then somebody went and said, Jesus, when they sit down, what next? He said, well, don't you know, I am Jesus. When they sit down, I will lay a table before them. That's, that's the situation I need. That's the situation. When, when there's lack, when there's want, when, when you are hungry, when you are poor, I tell my staff, I tell my staff, I said, the day you don't have money, that is the day you must act righteously. The day you don't have money, and somebody walks in and drops an envelope, I said, give this envelope to Apostle General. That is the day you must be righteous. If you steal that envelope, you are finished. God will never prosper you again. Because you are not a candidate for prosperity. It's in your desert moment. It's in your moment of want. It's your moment of need. 
That is where God sets you a table. That's where he puts on his apron. That's when he goes to the kitchen. That's where he chops the tomato and the onions. That is where he puts in your best delicacy. That is where he comes. God serves. He provides. If you are clapping, increase that clap offering because that is where your miracle is coming from. Show me behind anyone here who will say, since you bumped into Christ, you have never seen any act of mercy from God. Show me your hand. And I will tell you how great, ungrateful and how wicked you are. And the reason why he's not doing great things for you is that because you don't appreciate the little. That's the reason. Eh, Lord, I am poor. I am poor. I am poor. But you have a husband. Do you know how many people are crying for husbands? And if you don't appreciate God for giving you a husband, how can God give you a husband who is wealthy and rich? How can God bring you money? Because you are not even appreciating the first thing he has done. Oh, there's a song I used to sing when I'm waiting for the Lord. I will will open up my heart ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my mind and into my soul. Pledge my life, pledging my life, serving you with my desire. I will be holy by the Lord, responding to your call. Of course, you cannot show everything. So, in a village where I took those young men and then the young women. Not only did we have spiritual antagonism and spiritual attacks from the fetish priests and the people there. Not only was a blind woman healed, not only did the crusade become successful, but there was another problem, food. Because nobody sent us there, we went there ourselves. Students, young people, nobody sponsored us, we didn't have money. And you heard my brother say in the documentary, in those days, I would just leave them far. Kumase Ashanti, Akome, Vota region, Ohoi here, there. No sponsorship. No, we're not a church. Anytime we're going, we'll go to some few people and ask them. And what they gave us was just enough to pay our transport. And then we'll just leave. Five days. Hey. So in this village, the food we ate, the, I, I, in those days, I could make them fast. And now I know, at the hindsight, that some fastings are not spiritual. You fast because you lack. In those days, I made them fast by heart. And I thought we were being spiritual. No, no, it was also fasting. Near Nibi. Near the fasting of him. So, we fasted. The crusade ended. We needed to eat. The food that was available was only condo. So we prepared uh, cocoa. We didn't have sugar. So we pray over it. We ask God to put sugar in it. And then we drank. The following day, 
It was cocoa again. This time, somebody gave us granite. So we added cocoa and granite. So we have some small protein. Third day, we finished crusade. And then, around this time, you could see the dead people in my team. They were growing lean. And there's one of them called Irene. The father is an engineer. And then a deacon at Calvary Baptist. The way I went and talked before the man could release the, the daughter to follow us. And then when we were going, he warned me. He said, Ankara, brother Ankara, it's the first time my daughter is traveling out of the house. How many days did you say you are going? Five. Hmm. When she comes and I see one mosquito bite, brother Ankara, you'll see. And now this time, not only mosquito bite, because you know what we're sleeping? We're sleeping in a vacated classroom. The students are uh, the school children, primary school, they are vacated. And 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 uh, the thing had windows you couldn't close. We put the school benches together and we slept on the benches. Oh yeah, yeah. So we the boys slept in one classroom. The girls slept in the other classroom. And then around this time, I could see physically that we were growing lean. Mama Rita is coming from a good home. Irene is coming from a good home. As for me. A dead goat doesn't fear knife. Me, country broke a day is a country not broke. I was born in poverty, I'd grown in poverty, and I was following poverty at that time. But I was checking my way gradually out of poverty. Somebody clap your hands and say, I shall come out. But the Rabbi amongst us, Mama, this is just a Rita. I read. And what I need Rabbi is again. Oh, Adelaide, suffer, woke girl. Louise, suffer, girl. Daddy! Coco. The first day, Coco, raw. The second day, Coco and granite. The third day, somebody blessed her with Agbelikaklo. So, Coco and Agbelikaklo. Then in the night, I said, Lord, we have come, you have used us. Look at the success of the crusade. Look at the souls. Lepers were healed. Black people were healed. There's, there's a revival in the, you know, suddenly all the dead churches have come back to life. And then they will be saying in Airway, hey, have you seen those children from Accra? Have you seen those children from Accra? Have you seen those what? students, small boys and girls? I went to sleep. The following morning when we woke up, a basket of condo Agbeli. Agbelima. Bag of Gary. Cassava plantain. Kobe. Kotomre. They had come to place it behind our door. We asked and asked and asked. We didn't know who brought the food. Show me. Then the girls came to ask me, Branka, what shall we cook? I said, for all the three days we have been eating, cook everything. Cook everything. We will start with Banku and Fetridechi and then some of the Ketasku boys. After that, we will go round two. Uh, plantain, Kondomre. And then the other one, Cassava, Dessert. When you run out in your desert, 
that is where God sets a dinner in the dessert before you. It's in your dry moment. It's in your moment of lack and want. That's where God provides. He is Jehovah, our provider. Shout yes. Don't steal. Don't go and sell your body. He prepares a table before me. He anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. To indicate to me, he wants me to stay. He's enjoying my presence. I have seen God. I have experienced him. I'm not faking. I'm not pretending. From when I was young. Till when I married my marita. Till when we brought our little children. Every day in our struggle, we saw God come through. We saw does God lay a table? Number one, in your lack. Number two, when you are struggling. So now I'm taking you to John chapter 21. In John chapter 21, Jesus Christ had resurrected and then he had given the disciples instruction. He said, go and wait for me in Jerusalem. Instead of waiting for me in Jerusalem, the disciples are left and gone back to Galilee. And those of you are not going to Israel before, Galilee is the siege port. That is the fishing uh, uh, town. And, and from Jerusalem to Galilee, yeah, it's a highway by road that's about two and a half hours by walking in those days that would be days and weeks they are gone fishing they one day they struggle they struggle they struggle fishes were not coming and then a young man stands at the shore and scream that the sea of galilee is very huge and the young man stood at one side and screamed hey you guys have you got some fish Then Peter lifted his head and said, No, we haven't got any fish. Then he said, Launch your net the other side. He launched and caught 153 huge fishes. Suddenly, Peter's eyes got open. He removed his garments and went into the sea and started swimming towards the young man. Then he screamed. Jesus, my Lord. Question. How did he know that it was Jesus Christ? Anytime a supernatural hand comes through your struggles, know that that is the presence of God Almighty. He's laying a table before you in the presence of your enemies. No. That is the hand of God. So take note. Number one, they were walking in disobedience. But Jesus Christ comes and shows them love. They were supposed to be in Jerusalem. They were in Galilee. Number two, take note. They were struggling the whole night. No fish. He makes them catch 153 fish, fishes. By the time Peter and the disciples got to the other side where the young man was, he said, now, the things you are looking for, your daily bread, the food, come. There is bread and fish waiting for you. Come and dine. John chapter 21 verse 12. He said, now come and dine with me. Whoa! The things they were looking for had already been provided. Jesus said to them, come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. 
What they were struggling for had already been provided. What they were looking for was already waiting for them. Where did he get the fish from? Oh, okay. Sea of Galilee. He caught it from heaven. And how about the bread? Bread of heaven. Feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it up. And make me whole. There's a certain bread from your kitchen. That's called breakfast. Bread but there's a certain bread from heaven. That is called provision. That is called friendship. That's called invitation. No he prepares a table before me. Fill it up. Make me whole. Bread of heaven, feed me, fill me till I, till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and then make me whole. Like the woman, had the world, I was sick for things that could not satisfy. And I, I hear. Draw from my world. Draw from my world. That will never run. That will never run. Lift up your hands and scream. Fill my cup, Lord. Is that your prayer? I lift it up, Lord. Today you are going to bring all your struggles before God. It is what you are struggling that God comes through. It is what you lack and you are in need. You are crying over school fees. Tonight the Lord will take it Lift up your bread. Scream and say, in the name of Jesus. Oh, you are serious tonight. You are serious tonight. May the Lord reward your seriousness. May the Lord reward your faith. Somebody shout out, receive it. Say, in the name of Jesus. I exchange my share with the glory which is in my hand. Shout yes. You are carrying glory tonight. May your shame be cancelled by the glory. Mahadosi ele boka, laburi ele, maswati ele bakatoni, makaya. Say in the name of Jesus, I am carrying the supernatural strength and the glory for every weakness in me. Every weakness, you shall submit to the power of God. In my hand, say yes. Mm. Oh, some things are happening here today. Your shame is about to be replaced with the glory. Your weakness is about to be replaced with this glory. Lift up the body. Say in the name of Jesus. Let this body of Christ cancel every lack, poverty, struggle in my life. I command you, come to an end. That day, Peter and his friends caught the fish and they ate breakfast. That day, he fed 5,000 people and extra 12 baskets were collected. Now, your bank account will always never be read. May you have sufficient funds in your account and every time may you have surplus. So that in time of emergencies, you don't need to go about borrowing. Your days of borrowing are over. Yeah. 
Christ and the body. Say, this is the body of Christ. As I eat it, I eat the resurrection. Power in his body. If the grave could not hold him, the grave will not hold me. If sickness could not kill the body, no virus, no flu, no Ebola from China, from Liberia, from Nigeria, from Togo will penetrate into my house in the name of Jesus. Eat. When you finish, send a message to those who didn't come. Tell them, anytime I finish celebrating my birthday, when I call for me today, she'll run. Today, the party continues. People who owe you will have no sleep. He prepares a table before me. Your God is not a cook and a chef. Because you are his special guest tonight. Lift up the blood. Say, this is the blood of Jesus. Oh, you, you, you enjoy the, 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 the body and the blood. But this is the most powerful one. Say, this is the blood of Jesus. Every covenant is sealed with blood. And tonight, I won't struggle for any new covenant. I position myself to benefit from the covenant of my father with his God. Let this covenant also speak for me. My father, my father. When I see my father, some crunchy anchor, I can tell why you are taking me. You brought it from poverty and you cancel lack. This is my portion. I confess my portion. You gave him a ministry. And you gave him sons. And his sons are loyal and faithful. Oh my God. See the way they flew from around the world. From the north, south, east and west. I bring an end to struggles. Lack and poverty. They are not part of the deal. I reject them. I refuse them. In the name of Jesus. I begin a new covenant. A covenant for glory. For honor. In the name of Jesus. Oh, you have said some deadly things today. Clap your hands and shout, Jesus. Hey, do you know when you say Jesus, demons start flying, demons start scattering? Clap your hands and scream again, say, Jesus. Oh, don't forget the name. Don't forget the name. I gave you a name. He said, so therefore God has given him a name that is far above every name. That at the mention of the name Jesus, every canto will bow and every evil tongue will confess that I made an attempt to get that reverend just, but I know I cannot get through. Clap your hands and say, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I shall mention his name. Every closer, open, every struggle, come to an end. Because that's the reason he's laying a table before me. So my struggle and my disobedience will come to an end. In the name of Jesus, my God and my Lord. My God and my Lord. That which money can take care of. Now he's serious. Say what money can take care of. I don't want to bother you. Give me money. Say my father. What medicine can take care of. What hospital can take care of? I am not bothering you. 
Use the doctors. Use the hospital. But tonight, I am taking care of what money cannot answer. What hospital cannot answer. What certificate cannot answer. What passport cannot answer. Only the spirit. Only my shepherd. Only my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Pray. Pray. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and pray. You are asking God, Heavenly Father, whatever the doctors can do, Lord, let them to do. But tonight, we are asking for the spiritual. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.